Hello there, my friend. Welcome back to the Lucky Titan podcast. And today we're here to talk about the five reasons you aren't getting leads from your social media. Now, this is something that a lot of you have been reaching out to me asking about, which is, man, how do I leverage my social media to generate leads? I know a lot of coaches and agencies struggle generating leads this way. So I want to actually bring on guest expert, Katie Brinkley. Now, this is a lady that I actually met at Podcast Movement. She is a killer when it comes to generating organic leads for high ticket services through social media. So I'm very excited to have her here. And as always, please subscribe and hit that that bell icon if you're on YouTube, because I want to make sure that we get our content consistently to you so that you can see it, solve a lot of your big B2B problems and help you scale your business quicker. And also I ask one thing, if you've liked any of these episodes and you feel like it could help somebody, please just share that episode with them. I don't care if they subscribe or whatever, we're here to get some reach. So please help them be able to, to solve their business problems through this podcast. So please share this episode or any other episodes you've loved with your friends. Now, one quick message here from our sponsor. I reached out to Repurpose House not too long ago because I was like, man, this is going to be a sponsor that is going to be a game changer for my clients. So this is somebody that I hope all of you will go and leverage their services. Now, this, this sponsor is Repurpose House. Now, if you're the type of person where you have recorded a piece of content that was solid, right? So you spoke on stage at a TEDx event or you spoke on stage somewhere else or you had a really killer podcast interview or a podcast and you published it, and nothing, crickets, right? Nobody actually um, consumed your content. That problem is now solved, okay? The reason why your content hasn't hit is because you haven't teased it, you haven't been able to scale it, and you haven't been able to distribute it in front of enough people to get that initial organic exposure that helps you go viral. So these guys over at Repurpose House, what they'll do is they'll take that interview, they will chop it up, make little teaser clips, they'll make really good branded content towards you, and here's the kicker, they will distribute it for you as well. So please, please, please head over to repurposehouse.com forward slash Titan. This is a link that we've negotiated with them to be able to basically skip the line and get you right on a phone call with their team members to be able to actually get your content repurposed. So if you want to go get your content repurposed by the people who repurposed my content, Tony Robbins, Dean Graciosi, some of the other top names in the space, head over to repurposehouse.com forward slash Titan and they will take care of you there. What is up, everybody? Josh Tapp here again, and welcome back to the Lucky Titan podcast. And we're here with Katie Brinkley. Now, guys, I have to let you know, as you all know, I don't read bios, but um, Katie and I met at Podcast Movement about a month and a half ago, two months ago. It's been a bit now, yeah, Katie? Um, We met through Alex Sanfilippo, who you've all met because I talk about him all the time. And immediately I was like, okay, this lady's doing something different in the social media space in particular. I'm very excited for her to explain her methodology and give you guys some quick wins today because social media is a beast. And as you know, we try not to ever should on you, right? We're not going to tell you, you should do this. You should do that. It's here are some tactics and strategies you can use if it aligns with your strategy to scale. And the other thing I was really excited about, she said she's platform agnostic. So that gets me excited. So Katie, there's your intro. Excited to have you here. Thanks for joining me. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for having me on. And, you know, we we were able to hit, you know, before we hit record, we were able to talk a little bit about skiing and snowboarding. So that's your life. Excited to be it. here and, and hang out and talk some social media with you. Yes, I'm excited. And for those of you who think I'm like some snowboarding or skiing guru, that's not me. That's Tyler, my partner. So um, <laughs> I do like snowboarding, but I'm not that good. So. Katie, I want to kick this off playing devil's advocate, as I told you, of 
I personally believe social media posting is worthless for growth, for actually generating sales. Prove me wrong. Oh, man. So, well, and this is the <laughs> thing. And I, and I like that you said that what I teach or what I preach is, is platform agnostic because again, before we hit record here, you said like, I don't know. I mean, it seems like anytime I start developing some sort of a Facebook strategy, they change the algorithm. And now all of a sudden that entire strategy is wasted, but I'm going to take us back in the old time machine really fast to 2009. We're going to go back to Facebook feed 2009. And if you, if you remember with me, many of you have this feature set up on your Facebook accounts. It's the memories feature. The thing I love about Facebook memories is we can very easily go back and see how we were meant to use social media. I had a memory show up the other day from one of my elementary school friends. And it said, Hey, Katie, I'm going to be in town visiting my parents. Would love to meet you for a cup of coffee. It was posted to my wall. That is how we were showing up on social media. Am I saying that we need to bring back the wall feature and just start, you know, commenting on other people's walls again? No, but we were being social. Think about how you open up any of these apps. It can be LinkedIn, Twitter, Snapchat, whatever. You're opening up these apps to kill time. It's no different than open than turning on the TV and go into your favorite TV channel. Your channel on your phone is TikTok, where your channel on TV might be HGTV. You're right. going up there and you're consuming. So how can you go back to Facebook 2009 and build a connection with somebody? That is what you need to do to have a successful social media strategy. How are you going to do it? It's by showing up effectively on the social media platform of your choice. You can do it two, three times a week, create a post, but you have to make sure that with these posts, there's a call to action. You're opening up the door for somebody to leave a comment and create a connection with you. So that is my answer to <laughs> you saying that social media is the bane She's of like, our take existence. take that, Josh. <laughs> um, yeah. So... I it did pique curiosity, but it also kind of supports the point, right? Because what I found is that people, everybody's being told they should use social media. They should post 15 times a day. And Gary Vaynerchuk is beating that to death. And, and, uh, so okay, I haven't you're seen pausing. it produce B2B sales. Go ahead. You're, you're, you're pausing and I'm going to jump in here. So who here has a team of 20 people that can repurpose a blog? Right. If you if you're listening right now and you do, you have 20 people that that is their sole job is to repurpose one piece of content, then go ahead and follow the Gary V strategy. It's you know, it's worked tremendously for him. However, I own a social media agency and but I'm also a business owner. Right. I don't have time for that. I don't have time to reap I, I have a a, dip, a weekly podcast. I have a weekly blog. But I'm, I don't have time to repurpose those, you know, 20 different ways a day. So how can I show up effectively with that content that I'm creating? And you can do that with just two, three posts a week. And with what you were saying, I, I think that we're getting a lot of advice from people who are content creators. They're right. not business owners. I would agree with that. You, you, it's funny is that 
a lot of people that come into our world, right? They're looking for podcasting and they're saying, I want to post on social and everything. It's kind of a necessary evil to just publish your content. So it's there. And so you're, you're seen everywhere, but I think people too heavily value that that's going to drive growth because I, I have seen this, you know, we've, we've worked with thousands of podcasters, their posting of their content has never permanently grown their show ever. Like they'll sometimes get little spikes here or there, but it's not enough to even really make it worth it most of the time. So I'm curious, like, how do you leverage content in a way that can result in either growth or, or revenue? I think that with this, Josh, it depends on the type of show that you're doing too. So I'm going to put that as a little like asterisk disclaimer here, but (laughs) if you, so for this, the show right here, I'm a guest on your show. The spike should come from me and my audience, not yours. Right. So you should be, when this is over, sending it off to your team, creating you know a carousel post for me to share, a landscape size 16 by nine post with a link to the article size graphic to share. You should be you know creating different reels where here, like the way I have this positioned on my screen is perfect reels format. You know, this is a reel right here with you in the video still. So there's all this content from you. You've created this content for me. It'd be silly of me not to share this with my audience. I don't have to do anything except for just right. hit post. Yeah. So the spike should come from your guests. And I mean, I'm, I make it clear on my show, like, hey, just so you know, I'm going to be creating a whole bunch of social media content for you to use when we're done with this recording. Um, you understand that you need to share this with your audience, correct? Right. And if it's it's right there when they booked it. So they know like this is expected of you. I think that that is one of the, the big things is you've given me a platform to share my story. And right. people, if they're coming on your show, they should realize that and be willing to share it with their network. So that's that's my asterisk disclaimer. That's now, if right. you don't Love have an interview show and it's just you and a co-host, you can still create this social media content. I'm not saying to use the same cover art, cover art every single episode right. and be like, hey, new episodes out. <laughs> What's in it for me? You know, so I uh, I recently shared um, a reel of one of my get past guests. He came on my show and, uh, you know, I just popped in really fast, selfie style saying, what makes you different from everybody else in your industry? What makes you different from the other realtors out there? That's exactly what I talk about in this week's episode. And then I cut to a short clip, trailer style, 15 second clip of him giving a super actionable tip. Of course, they're going to want to listen to it. But in addition to doing the video, which is what Instagram wants me to do, I've had a hook in the caption. I had a call to action in the caption and I optimized my caption. So Instagram looks at SEO in addition to hashtags. It looks at your SEO of, okay, who is this for? I'm talking about marketing for realtors in this post because I said it in the, the video and I wrote about it in the caption. So you have to think about all this when you're writing and when you're posting on social media, you have to show up with intent If you're posting just to post and check it off and be like, well, I posted that there's a new episode out to my Facebook and nobody clicked on it. (laughs) Was it optimized? Right. See, that's, um, 
you've got my brain going over here. I'm not going to lie to you because I'm like, oh, that's interesting. What do you think about captioned videos as an example of this, right? Because what you're talking about is like a teaser clip and then, or, or almost like a, here's why you should listen. And then a teaser clip, which says, hey, go listen to the full episode. Yes. Is that mm-hmm. what you're talking about? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Exactly. See, that's, that's what we do. And those are the only ones that seem to work. <laughs> Well, um, what do you know? <laughs> uh, yeah, was, wow, maybe you know stuff, Katie. Goodness. Um, it's brilliant. So stuff. done. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Mic drop. We're out of here. Um, so the, the, one of the questions I have for you with this then is a lot of these people aren't, I didn't put this, a lot of people who, who listen to this show, they have employees. They could have somebody else do this, but they still always try to manage their own social media themselves. Do, do you feel like anybody should manage their own social media? That's my my question. Yes and no. Um, so, I mean, I offer done for you services because, you know, right. there's a lot of people out there that I don't have time for this. There's no one on my team that has time for this. You know, you just do it. But I also offer like train the team sessions where yeah. you and your assistant will sit down and we will discuss the strategy. So, you know what needs to be done, but you have somebody else on your team that's like, hey, remember me, Josh? I still need those those three intro videos of the past three podcast guests, you know, so I can paste them together. I still need this. This is what's being posted. This is what's working. What's not working. Somebody to actually look at what you're doing. And when you, when you post with intention, when you have this, this strategy of, okay, what's my hook, what's the SEO capture, you know, like meat of what the post is about and what's my call to action. Everything is really plug and play. You can show up just three, four times a week. Honestly, it shouldn't take you, the create the, the business owner or your assistant more than an hour a week right. of social of time spent on social media. And you're still showing up effectively. You're growing your account because you're SEO optimizing what you're saying. Every post that you have is going out there with intention. And guess what? You can just show up on social media and, and start engaging and being social again. Yeah. Well, so this is really interesting because almost what I'm hearing from you, this is where it's, you are, you are actually helping me change my opinion. So this is good. My question <laughs> is, <laughs> my question is you're not stopping at just posting um, because what seems to happen is people post. So for example, I can tell you when I, when I post people's content on social media, I ask them to even share it. It's like one out of 10 who will do it. Like they will even share the post, Right. And so like, we don't even really do it that often because we get way more results from just emailing our list um, mm-hmm. or having them email their list. If we can get them to email it, that works even better. But yeah. but uh, <laughs> it, that's where we stop, right? It's like, we, we post it, we'll respond to some comments here or there, but like, what are you doing after the publishing of the content to actually generate growth and revenue and leads and things like that? A lot of times it depends on the guest too, but so let's say that this was my show and we're starting to wrap up. We hit stop and Josh, that was so awesome. So at the end, you know, my assistant's going to email you all this social media content, but you know, I honestly would love it if we just went live on insert platform of choice here Yeah, and just kind of continued this conversation about what we had. Just so between our shared audiences. So yeah, LinkedIn, that's great. Or oh, Instagram. Yeah, let's go live together. Only needs to be five minutes. We can just kind of catch up again. And with that, most of the time, my shows have around a six-week lead time. I've now said, hey, remember how you said you'd be willing to go live with me, Josh? Your episode comes out this week. What's a good day 
and time to, to go live together. Now we're reintroduced again, especially again with my type of show. It's, it's a lot of networking and, yeah. um, uh, so networking and, and potential business. Yeah. Great uh, job for you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so I've put myself back at the top of their mind again, like, Oh yeah, I had such a great conversation with, with Josh and you know, where are you at with everything? You know, so it allows us to continue that conversation again. So, I mean, with growing your show, that's another way because my audience sees you live. They've seen me live and they've now been like, Oh man, they had a really good chemistry. I have to make sure I listen to that show. Right. They, they seem to really like each other and they, they only touched a little bit about X, Y, Z. I, I want to hear what the whole episode is about. Right. Yeah. That's cool. That is cool. Cool. Am strategy. I changing your mind, Josh? Am I changing your mind? I mean, yeah. I mean, you're sparking some thoughts. That's for sure. So <laughs> I do want to ask you from, because so I've generated millions of dollars from LinkedIn, right? We've yeah. done, and it wasn't from a content strategy. It was from an outreach strategy. So it's connecting with the right people and actually having human connections versus automations, right? Mm-hmm. It was me starting conversations or somebody on my team starting conversations. And yeah, you know, we've stopped using that now because we have too many leads, which is always a good problem. But I look at that and I go, how how are you supposed to to leverage the content strategy with something like that to actually generate sales? Or do you even believe in that sort of strategy to generate sales? Like what's what's your methodology on that? So I do a lot of you were doing outreach in the DMs. Mm-hmm. I do outreach on posts. So commenting on your LinkedIn posts. Oh, this was such a great podcast, Josh. I learned, I love how they shared this tip and you can get all that from your, the show notes. I mean, and you don't right. necessarily need to listen to the episode, but I mean, yeah. you can go in to other, your ideal clients and customers posts, leave a genuine comment and you, you wouldn't, one, you wouldn't believe how many people will just turn around and follow you because you, hey, com- they liked my post and commented on it. That's so nice <laughs> of them. I'm going to follow them. Yeah. You know, so and you can do all this through, if, if it's Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, through hashtags. Hashtags work on all of these platforms. And like I said, I know that hashtags are getting a, a bad rap, but if you're using it for that outbound engagement strategy, it is, it is the secret sauce because you're showing up in the hashtags that your ideal clients and customers are using. So for me, I, spend a, I do a lot of uh, train the team sessions for, for realtors. I spent right. a lot of time in the hashtag Denver Realtor. Am I a Denver Realtor? No, I live in Denver and I teach social media to realtors. So right. that way they're like, yeah, now I want to follow Katie. She gives all these great tips. Hey, somebody in our office mentioned that they want to do a social media training. I follow her. She should come in and do it. And then they're showing up in my DM saying, hey, Katie, would you be interested in doing a mastermind for our office this week? That's amazing. and. P.S. to everybody, that's actually a really easy way to make, to make money is just go, uh, what, what do they say, at mastermind at uh, um, real estate agencies, brokerages, because <laughs> they have like this unlimited funding for it, like $1,000 a week, $2,000 a week to pay somebody to come speak. Um, somebody told me that the other day and I was like, wow, did I start off a dumb way? <laughs> if I could have been speaking three places a week, I could have been loaded. Um, <laughs> anyways, uh, so so question with this too, just to kind of help wrap this up is, I mean, you talk about like hiring an agency to do this. I I genuinely believe with 
all things marketing. If you want to pursue something like this and and generate business and generate real branding, I believe you should post on social media. I think it's a future money's activity, not a today money's activity. That's my personal belief. Katie's actually proven that that wrong in a couple of ways. So maybe there are today monies in it. But hiring an agency, I would say, is one of the most important things to do with this because you don't have to do it yourself. Yes, you do need to produce a little bit of content. But when I work with podcasters, the reason they don't record nine times out of 10 isn't because they're scared of the mic. It's because they're scared of what happens after the mic and how much time it's going to take to do some production. And I apologize, guys, if you're hearing anything in the background or doing construction on my building right now. Um, <laughs> so there's like screws going in the background. But Katie has a fantastic agency. She would never sit here like hard plugging herself, but go check out katiebrinkley.com. And Brinkley is B-R-I-N-K-L-E-Y or is it just Y? It is, it it's is, L-E-Y. L-E-Y. So make sure you guys go check out katiebrinkley.com. This is not the end of the interview. Go hire Brickady though. So um, my, I do have a couple of questions for you though, just to kind of finish up here, Katie, is if if you were to give somebody like an actionable tip saying if this is one quick thing they could do tomorrow or today to actually become more successful at social media, what would that be today? Choose one platform. I'm no, seriously. I, and I know that's probably people are like, what, why? Why would you say that, Katie? Don't I want to be like found everywhere? Don't I want more listeners? If you think about it, and I'm just going to talk about Instagram here. If you think about Instagram, there's five ways to post on it. There's the feed. There's carousel posts in the feed. There's Instagram stories. There's Instagram reels. There's Instagram live. And if you want to show up effectively, everyone consumes content differently. If you want to show up effectively, you need to meet your audience in each of those five areas at least once a month. Going live with your past guest on you know the Thursday after your episode comes out with them, right. you know showing up with the reel of the them with the episode. Show, I mean, going in stories. Hey, smile, Josh. You know, here we are. We're going to take a pic. You know, just wrapped up our uh, recording with Josh and, and the Lucky Titan. You know, I mean, like this is. The, the, those three posts just from this one podcast. So show up effectively on one platform. And after you've started to get the hang of it and build out your no like, and trust factor with the audience there, then you can start adding in more platforms, but start with one and do it the right way. I love that. That's a great tip. I'm going to ask a follow-up question with that, which is which platform should they start with and how should they know where to start? Because obviously it depends on their business, but which mm -hmm. one should they they how how should they decide how to choose the first one? Does that make sense? Yeah. So if you're if you're posting on all of them right now, so let's say you are showing up on on LinkedIn and Instagram and Facebook and TikTok, look to see where you're getting the most engagement. Look to see the people that are. Let's say you're like, yeah, I'm killing it on Instagram. Every time I post, I get like 40 likes, and it's it's awesome. Look at who your audience is, though. Are is it your friends and family or? Are the people liking it, but your potential clients and customers? So if you're only getting three likes over on LinkedIn, but it's, uh, I would love to work with them. Then LinkedIn, you know, you look at what you're doing, where it's at, and who's engaging with the content there to make sure that it's resonating with the right audience. Yeah, I love that. I will tell you guys, like the platform we double down on is LinkedIn because for me, A, it supports our, our other strategies, but we found that all of our potential clients are there. Um, Instagram, you know, 
we've grown our Instagram, we've gotten followers and we'll get lots of engagement, but it's never our ideal client. So it's, and I'm not saying that's how it is for everybody, but I would agree with you on that, Katie. That's, I think that's a brilliant uh, synopsis there. So I'm going to ask you one final question just to wrap up this interview, which is if you could give one final marketing piece of advice to our audience, what would that be? One final piece, one final piece of advice. Yep. Of, of marketing advice, marketing specific advice. Uh, to, to be social, treat, treat social media like you did back in 2009. Go onto other people's posts and leave a genuine comment. Three heart emojis and three fire emojis or whatever. That's not a genuine comment. Read what the post was or watch the video and leave a valuable comment on their post. It is going to do wonders for you and your your business, for your social media growth, and for your word of mouth. Leaving genuine comments on other people's posts is the secret sauce. 